Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD here, back again for another week of wandering through the wilderness that is the discography of seminal indie rock band Pavement, looking for a way in, a way out, any which way, really, we could use to find out how this band, this magnificent group of bastards were able to slip through our fingers in the 90s. And who knows, maybe someday I'll get a chance to meet Malcolmus. So there's that. This week has been another strange week. We celebrated the rising Christ, the dying and rising of Christ, I suppose, in isolation over a spring dinner and it was strange sitting around my table uh it's the first easter without my mother around and um in in a way it almost made things easier because it was just me and my little family sitting around the table rather than my extended family who i miss dearly but her absence wasn't quite as um magnified so there's that covid continues to tear a strip off us i recoil at the idea of being beaten by a portmanteau it's a struggle but we gotta live with it i thought i might read an email this week before we get into the subject du jour which is grounded which is just a wonderful song. <laughs> I don't know what more can be said, but trust me, there's a lot more that's going to be said because we've got a special guest joining us after the show, a special, a pair of special guests, uh, podcasters. Uh, we've been trying to get them on the show for a little while, and, and we were successful finally today in making that happen so that's good that's really good and i'm happy about that uh we're going to be talking about the wonder that is grounded and um i don't know if if, i don't know how to quantify that it's one of my top five pavement songs i'm sure it's one of yours you know in the top five if it's not Shoot me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com. Let me know. What is in your top five? Do you have one? Does it change every day? It's sort of a weird proposition, isn't it? Anyway, on to the email. This one comes to us from Patrick. He says, hey man, I really enjoy what you do. Just listen to the Gold Sounds episode. It's without a doubt my go-to song when I've had a couple beer and start thinking about all the things I did wrong with a past girlfriend. I felt that shit in my soul. Thank you for what you do. Patrick. Patrick, I hear you, brother. This is uh, the kind of song that does that to you. It's built of nostalgia and wax. Like some sort of popsicle birdhouse. I don't know. 
It, uh, it gets to me too. I really appreciate you listening to the show though. Thanks. Kim writes, hi, JD. Thanks for all the hard work you're putting in to bring us pavement bands. This fun podcast. I've been a fan of the band since the beginning of my sophomore year in college way back in 92 and fondly look back on those days when I was referred to as that pavement girl. I don't have a clue how I actually discovered the band and maybe friends being a DJ at my college radio station, saw it in a record store uptown, who knows, but somehow they entered my consciousness, formed the soundtrack to my college and young adult life, and let's get real, they haven't left ever since. Obviously, one listened to Steve's voice and I was hooked. Sadly, once I left college, this pavement girl felt ridiculously isolated in her love for Malcolmus and the band. I've often wondered where my pavement people are, and I think I may just be pavement's biggest fan within a pretty large radius. So long story short, it's been really great getting to turn into your podcast, and it's fun to get back to remembering that there are more people out there like me who still get enough who still can't get enough of pavement after all these years. I don't really have any unique takes other than to gush on about the band, so I'll just say I'm enjoying the deep dive and it's been making my commute much more enjoyable. I'd love to share a fun story nobody around here seems to appreciate. I've seen the band a few times since 94, and I'm happy to share that I finally got to meet Malcolmus about a year and a half ago after a Jick show. I was determined to talk to SN, and of course I was a little nervous as I was thinking about a possible chat. Well, turns out he was the nicest, most personable down-to-earth guy ever. So, I was hanging out back after the show, leaning against the post at the venue. He walked out, and I continued to patiently and anxiously wait for him to sign some guy's set list or posters or whatnot. I had no idea what I was going to say if I got to him. No problem, because out of nowhere, he nods over at me. Hey, you were down front, right? Nice job. Ah! Notice by my indie rock god, Life Made. He proceeds to take a lot of time to talk to me. I warned him I was about to geek out and share old pavement ticket stubs from mid-90s shows. He was so gracious. We laughed about memories of a couple of the shows and venues. He took a bunch of goofy photos with me. Yes, I have a couple framed on my desk. And he showed genuine interest as we chit-chatted about tons of topics from his Jick songs and music to where my sister and I went to college, to how long ago the 90s were, and how old we are. It felt like I had known him personally forever. I don't know where I heard this, but it really was just like hanging out with a regular guy who isn't so regular. Man, it was incredible. Hope you appreciate and can sense at least a little bit of my excited geekness. Feel free to use all, part, or none of this message as you see fit on the show. And I guess, keep it to my first name or just K. Congrats on the podcast. And thanks for all your efforts. Looking forward to hearing about your experience when you finally do get to meet him. Thanks so much, Kim. That was, uh, God, that was fucking great. So cool that you got to meet him. So cool that he was cool back and just overall cool. I hope someday we can do some sort of meetup for this show. Whether it is, you know, a a pavement tour or. Things work out for Primavera in 2021, 
or something like that. Uh, we need it. It would be nice to just get together with some like-minded people and tip some pints. Anyway, let's listen to the beauty that is Grounded. It's become a staple of the set list, as indicated by our friend Bob in last week's episode. And uh, certainly it is a staple of the canon of this band. This is Grounded on Meeting Milkmas, the Pavement Podcast.
joined by Jordan and Parker from the Indie Bandwidth podcast. Uh, I discovered through Twitter um, a little more than a year ago. They were putting out uh, episodes. They did one on Slanted and they did one on Watery. The one on Watery I really clung to. Um, and it was great. And it still is great. And they're here to talk about Grounded. Welcome, guys. How's it going? It's going good. It's going well. Thanks, JD. Thanks a lot for having us on. We're super stoked to talk about this. Oh, me too. This is a really good song, right? It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this has been a standout song for me for Pavement since since my first spin of this record way back in the day. All right. Talk to us about talk to us about that because we know my story is that I missed the boat 95. So you were there in 95. What was it like? Well, I, so I, I mean, I actually remember walking into the music store. Uh, it was this, this uh, uh, one of my favorite CD stores on Castro Street down in San Francisco and walking in and I, I kind of had r- heard rumors that it was going to come out. But um, there it was just right on the end of the row, a bunch of them laid out. And I just remember the thrill of thinking, oh, sweet, I cannot wait to go dig into this and not knowing what to expect, right? We'd come off of Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, which I adored. Um, although even at that point, I think I sort of like slanted more. Um, and I put it on and really liked the first few tracks. Although the first track kind of threw me when I first started playing it, like, what the hell is this going to be? Um, <laughs> and then when I got to grounded, I, I got the CD. I didn't have a, LP, uh, a vinyl player at that point. And I just remember hitting rewind and then rewind and then rewind on grounded over and over. Cause I, I could not believe how good that song was. So it was sort of instantly that I knew that it was going to be one of my favorite pavement tracks. Wow. Oh, that's so, yeah. I, I, I wonder because I, I came to the CD very late. It was the last one I came to, in fact. Um, but it's interesting because once I got there, I got there, you know, Parker, how about you in terms of your sort of uh, experience with pavement? Um, well, I'll talk about that generally, I suppose, first. And then if you want to get more specific into Grounded, that would be great. All right. So, I mean, I, I've, been lis- I've been listening or rather hearing Pavement since I was really little. My dad has been putting <laughs> it on forever. Um, but I was probably around like 11 when he started getting me to listen to Malcolm's solo stuff. Um, I listened to Wig Out at Jagbags first. And that was like a good entry point into this, into like indie rock. And I started listening to Pavement. I think I started with Crooked, then got really into Bright in the Corners for a while. Um, and then he finally convinced me to listen to Wowie Zowie. Um, and the album for a while seemed pretty similar to what I'd heard before until it got to Grounded, which just completely blew my mind. It was something that I hadn't heard from Pavement and hadn't heard, period. Yeah, and it it became one of my favorite songs, and it still is my favorite song, period. Yeah, your favorite song, like, of any uh, uh, artist, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I I remember, I remember uh, trying to get you into Wowie Zowie, and sort of like, you know, it's, I I really think you're going to dig it, and there's been this with some other albums, too, and you're like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, and then seeing it click for you just made me so happy when I finally saw it click in for you. Um, Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. There is so much I could um, get into. Parker, I know you you play music. Uh, you play guitar now, right? Yeah. 
do. Yeah. Is, is this something that you go to? Because it is sort of um, guitar hero-y. And I don't mean from the video game perspective. I just mean there is, when you see uh, SM play this, oftentimes he plays the intro behind his head and, you know, he gets <laughs> right into the whole motif of guitar hero, you know, with this song, knowing what he's got in his holster. Is this something that you cling on to as well as like somebody who, let me give you a bit of background. Sorry. When I was growing up and, and your dad will, you know, vouch for me here too. It was an era of guitar heroes. You know what I mean? There was, there was Randy Rhodes and there was, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> Stephen, um, uh, Jimmy Page and, um, Stephen Vai and, Ingve Malmsteen and all these, all these names were thrown about that were these guitar heroes. And it's like rock and roll is sort of bereft of them at this point in the same ilk, you know? And, um, it, it's really cool to see SM sort of take up that guitar hero mantle every once in a while, because he really does shred. Oh yeah, he does. I mean, he's incredible. I mean, yeah, for sure. He's, He's, you know, he's probably my favorite guitar player. Um, one of my favorite musicians. He, he's, you know, he's a really incredible player and he's inspired the way I approach music in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. And you've tried to play Grounded, right? But I I've know tried to play. I haven't learned to... all of it. I've learned some of it, but, it, you know, it's not easy to figure out. Yeah, there's no tabs for it out there, I don't think. Well, there are, but not any good ones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you're figuring it out by ear. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. So in terms of a beat on what this song is all about, do you guys have any sort of um, direction as to what it's what it's about, like lyrically or conceptually? Well, I mean, as, as you've found, I think, many, many times in this podcast, certainly it's my impression listening to all your episodes, it is super hard to get a bead with Malchus, right, on what these, what this, what his songs are about. <laughs> yeah, it's really but there's, there is something that I would say about this song. Um, I think that, to me, it feels like one of the most earnest of his songs. Um, and that's not just in the, ly- in the lyrics themselves, which, you know, I think to a certain degree, they're not transparent, but there's this real sense of uh, sort of uh, anger at the petite bourgeoisie and this, uh, you know, contrasted with this line of, you know, boys dying on the streets. But it's his delivery, too, is so... It's just earnest in a way that I don't know exists on many other... There, it does exist elsewhere, but not on many pavement tracks. And everything about it feels earnest to me. The guitar playing, the pace of it, the fact that he gives this song that intro that 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 kind of almost classic rock intro that he doesn't give to many other songs um it feels like yeah a testament to something and and of a of a whole nother i won't say caliber because it's not like it's necessarily better objectively than some of his other songs uh it just feels other and and I, i this probably means nothing but it occurred to me when I was uh, listening to this again recently um, in preparation for this interview, and I was looking at the whole discography, this song almost comes right at the fulcrum between what came before and what came after in terms of where it rests in the discography. And it really feels like that to me. It feels like a pivot point. It feels like something that all, for me, that all the other songs kind of rotate around. 
And it seems meaningful that it comes at this place in their career, at this place in his writing career. Um, that, is, that is far. That is really far out. Because this is episode number, this will be episode number 60. And I think that there's about 125 of these things. Yeah, yeah, in, in right. The, in the bucket. So yeah, you're you're pretty much bang on. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird. Yeah. But again, it's just Malcolmus, and in terms of what it really means, he paints such a beautiful canvas. You can, you know, you can use your imagination to paint all sorts of things on top of it. And I'm sure that there are lots of people who've come up with many interpretations of this, which is one of the reasons I love him so much. You can never nail down his songs. No. Never. No, you can't. But I like the I like the the overall, you know, sort of vibe that you've got, that earnest vibe, because it really does feel like something you can hang on to and it and it um it grabs back, you know. Yeah. There's something about that. So uh, I really like that 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 vibe for sure. Parker, I mean, what do you think of the lyrics for this song? I know you really like Malcus's lyrics. I mean, I don't know. It the lyrics kind of they they have a, a quality more than just they fit perfectly into the production, mm. the rhythm of them. This is one of the few pavement songs that I think has perfect production. Mm. Like there's wow. nothing I would change about it. Um, I I think every I, just all of its elements just blend so well. They they don't feel disparate. They all feel kind of like just one one really tight work. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of care <laughs> that went into this song, whether that was through chance, because it all came, you know, I think they're famous for not sort of sitting and fiddling too much with, with the production. That, um, yeah, that seems to be there. Yeah. And so if it could be the case that things just landed really well, really early for Malcolmus on this particular track. Uh, JD, maybe you know this. I don't, I, I've heard the kind of rumors, I mean, they're, I don't even think they're rumors, that Malcolmus actually played most of the instruments in the production of this album is that true and that it was mostly live that the other players picked it up or is that just a rumor yeah i think that's just i think that's just a rumor because everything you hear about wowie zowie is um even most recently i interviewed bob and you know Mm. bob was talking about just how comfortable they all felt at the easley studios oh good and he felt like it was really their only band record like because they had done so much work on the road for um crooked rain because they were you know pretty much at their commercial apex they were getting offers and they didn't turn anything down they just played the shit out of everything that was thrown their way right and so by the time 95 rolled around and they went into the studio they were as close to a band as they ever really truly were because usually at the end of a session they would all go their separate ways and then wait for the tour and then do the tour and then all go their separate ways. And, you know, um, but that wasn't the case in, in this instance. So I, he's always been known as somebody, SM has always been known as somebody who's very hands-on and um, like really works, really works the drummers. Uh, I'm interviewing Steve West tomorrow so it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say yeah about you know sort of working with him and the band in general um i'm i'm really curious about that so uh but no i had not i had not specifically heard that that rumor well i do hope it's a rumor because it really does feel like it it feels like it does feel like a band. I mean, in in a in a different way. It's it's not. I I mean, I really like the last two albums, but they are 
this is just my opinion, they're a bit overproduced to a certain degree. They lose some of the cracks that I love in Pavement. Sure. Uh, but this album, it's just there. All, all of that sort of messiness, that beautiful kind of sublime messiness is there in full. <laughs> so I love to think that the whole band was there sort of creating that energy. That's much rather how I'd like to think about this album than than sort of a solo work with a live backup band. Yeah, I hope I hope so too. I hope so too. I, I know that's sort of the rap on Terra Twilight for sure. Mm. That it was Nigel Goderich and Stephen Malcolmus pretty much working gotcha. Working together. But uh but um yeah. So I want you guys to talk a little bit about the show, about the podcast that you guys do. Um it's uh it's been a bit sporadic, but you know, when you guys when you guys have a string of them together, they're, it's great to see in my podcast feed. I like listening to it. I like this sort of the angle. But why don't you guys talk a little bit about what it is and what you hope to accomplish or what you are accomplishing with that show? So, um, I mean, so s- schedule-wise, it's whenever. We're shooting for monthly right now. We uh, When we started, when we first started it, we were doing it bi-weekly. Then we took a big break and now we're back. But so... Whenever we do a show, we look at an album that we really, really enjoy, and we go song by song analyzing it, you know, talking about what's great about it, what we love about it, what makes it stand out to us. Yeah, I mean, we started the podcast because, as Parker sort of alluded to before, he started getting really into the music that I'd been kind of forcing him to listen to for years, (laughs) but then he really found a deep passion for a lot of it. So our first, I think our first episodes were all... Uh, bands that I had brought to the table that he'd really fallen in love with. But now the tables are sort of flipping. And now he's bringing bands to the table that that he's introducing me to, which I, I love absolutely it. love. And I love to be able to find this new music. And I think probably like you, JD, like so many of my tastes got locked into my college yes. years, right? Yes. I, just, I got yes. ossified. So to have him, someone who's I absolutely trust his musical tastes because he clearly loves some of the best bands of all time. <laughs> um, to have him throwing bands back at me, I know I'm going to love them. So it's it's been a real joy. And I know it's podcast death to not have anything uh, regular come out, but we're just doing it for us, right? This is like a, a dad-son podcast. Right. And so we're going to do it as regularly as we can because we know that's always better. But I'm not concerned with numbers. It's This is like, this could be a as on a selfish level, this is going to be something when I'm like 60, 70, I'm going to be so happy to be able to turn back and have these episodes to listen to. So yes, um, well, that should be, that should be what it's about because there's no, I mean, unless you're Joe Rogan or right, you know, whoever, like there's, there's nothing there. (laughs) Right. But we do plan on getting more regular on more, getting more regular. Now I feel like what, you know, Parker entered freshman year of high school. That was really, you know, it's rough for all of us that year um, when we entered high school. And so things have settled down a bit more now, and I think we're going to get a bit more of a regular rhythm. Cool. Well, I look forward to uh, checking those out. And where do we find the show? Yeah, you can find it pretty much in any podcast app. So you've got iTunes, your Spotify, your Google Play, Stitcher, um, uh, Podbean, all sorts of places. So pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find it. You can find us on Twitter at uh, Indie Bandwidth. You can talk to us that way. Um, yeah. And, uh, we're, cool. we're going to keep... out too. Like, Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. tweet it out for sure. And there'll it's... definitely be more pavement and Malkmus on, on, uh, play at some yeah, point. I want to hear we the might... wig out at Jagbags one. 
Yeah, I think we might be doing. Well, I won't say what we're going to do next because it might it, it always changes out from under yeah, us. But yeah. we think we have a Malchus one lined up next, and then we're going to go into some of the uh, the territories that Parker's been bringing to the table. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on today, guys. Thank you. It means a lot. Thank you. We're, I'm, I, we're huge fans of the podcast. I'm a huge fan. I, it's been so yeah. fun to listen to it and listen to every episode. I'm so stoked you're doing this. What a great companion to have alongside the Pavement discography. And it's a uh, it's a super thrill to come on and do it for Grounded, for sure. So this was great for us. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let's um, leave this interview by playing another version of Grounded. This is Grounded from the LA's Desert Origins CD, the, um, the reissue of Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, and uh, enjoy it. Talk to you soon. Bye, JD. Bye. Thanks so much, guys.
the Pavement Podcast is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at MeetingMalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at MeetingMalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at MeetingMalchemist.